0: The advice given on sex and other human activities is for entertainment purposes only. If you've got a question for us, send us an email at cavecomedyradio at gmail.com. I have no mouth yet I must scream. Have
1: you read that book? We talked about that before. I don't think we have. I've read it. Yeah? It's really bad. (laughs) But the name of it, I have no mouth and yet I must scream, is... Very intriguing.
0: It's an amazing title. Welcome to sex and other human activities. Another amazing title. What you wanted to talk about today? You saw the uh, the documentary, The Nightmare. Dude, it's so fucking good. It's about sleep paralysis, right? It is
1: a documentary about sleep paralysis. I have never, knock on anything that is fucking holy in this world, experienced sleep paralysis before. I have had very good, like, close friends that all experience sleep paralysis, so I've heard about it a lot.
0: On a regular basis?
1: Uh, good, the one one of my good friends that is no longer with us did have sleep paralysis Oof. on a regular basis, but you know maybe that's why she became a fucking oxy addict. I don't know.
0: <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I don't honestly,
1: know. after watching the documentary, which is so scary about this, which for those of you guys that don't know, um, sleep paralysis is basically when you wake up uh, after you've fallen asleep and you are awake but your whole body is completely paralyzed and with it comes a lot of people experience it's a whole range of things that you can experience but what this documentary primarily was about was about basically people all over the world were interviewed for this and they all were like referred to them as shadow people or the man with the hat and like he has these two like minions. In some form, they said the word shadow people, that they looked like people, but they were made out of shadows. Or someone, it's like when you're walking down the street and you see your shadow behind it, if, as if that shadow came up off of the ground and and materialized and became 3D. So, this is what I don't, what really scared me most about this, besides the fact that there hasn't been a lot of research on it, um, and there hasn't been a lot of, there's no real cure for it, is what what I really took away from it, which scared me, was that all I could think of is that if that occurred to me that often, I would probably drink myself to death. Yeah. Or I would probably take something just so that I wouldn't experience it. I would do anything not to experience it. However, the people in this documentary have learned of ways to overcome it, but basically their day life... They are a different person. They have to completely separate who they are when they go to bed at night because that has to be a completely separate part of their world hmm. so that they can get through the day so they don't think about it all day because it is very. It is something that is heightened by fear and anxiety. So when people go to the doctor and say, hey, I'm having these sleep issues, they're like, oh, you know, you just need to get the stress out of your life. You're just too stressed out, which that's fine, but... How do people do that? I mean, that's like saying don't have depression anymore. Yeah. I mean, calm down. Yeah. yeah, It's like (laughs) for someone that has anxiety, especially having anxiety over something that is happening to them every single night when you try to go to fucking sleep. Mm -hmm. That's horrifying. And it just, I thought it was just so brave that these people were able to deal with it through, for their entire lives and they're all functioning people.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's amazing. I think a lot of people that deal with any sort of this shit like, can know that sometimes... D- sleep is terrifying. Sometimes going to bed is terrifying, not just because of sleep paralysis, but sometimes, uh, especially anxiety issues. Trying to get to sleep is—it's not necessarily insomnia. It's—it's it's just freaking out until you pass out. Right, and that is awful. I've gone through that in the past, where you just you uh, exhaust yourself into sleep just by freaking out and pretty much having a panic attack as you're going to sleep. That's not good sleep. No. That's terrible sleep.
1: Well, there were also years when I would wake up in the middle of the night with panic attacks. That's where I mainly would have my panic attacks was I would just wake up from whatever dream, I would never remember the dream, but in the midst of an insane panic attack. So I was scared to go to sleep for a long time and hence, you know, then I would just smoke weed until I fall asleep, but that didn't help anything. It helps you fall asleep, but mm. doesn't help you stay asleep. And that was the like that's all another scary part of it is that, you know, they're plagued by this every night, and there's nothing they can do about it. That people like this one guy's like, I tried Valium, and uh, it, again, it makes you fall asleep, doesn't keep you fucking asleep, or mm. if anything, it's like making your brain work weirder while you're doing something normal, like yeah. sleeping. That it's like, it, it's easily your brain is just so sensitive to you and to anything that you put into your body, and you have to respect that.
0: Oh, yeah, man. No, I, I have not respected that in the past as far as my own brain and putting a whole bunch of different substances in at once. And it has caused seizures and things like that. But that's just my own idiocy and trying to and putting in a whole bunch of different things in my brain when I really should be because my brain chemistry is off. Uh, but... I think the, the different, like, the, the neural pathways of the brain are absolutely fascinating. Like, where, when you think about, like, what causes this thing or that thing and why there are certain, like, shared experiences like shadow people, because I don't believe that it's any sort of paranormal thing. It's not the devil, it's not demons or anything like that, but I do believe that it could be some sort of shared thing, some sort of collective unconscious thing, uh, this thing that for some reason people's brains, their brains, for some reason turn on to this specific thing place they all like you say they all see shadow people the man of the hat and things like that they all turn on to this one specific place and they all plug in to this one weird specific place and it's terrifying uh, but that also tells you that you know the things like because uh, that's why I, I think like the whole collective unconscious thing it's not necessarily like people call it like hippy dippy and shit like that it's like no it's not all love it's no, you
1: not you can tune into something very very negative
0: yes <laughs> you can turn into some. you can tune Tune into something fucking horrifying uh, without really even trying to or without even wanting to Uh, and it's kind of scary to think that there are people out there that you just for some reason some sort of frequency switches on your brain and all of a sudden you're tuned into it was there anybody that was able to get out of it like was there anything that people were able to do to uh, because I haven't seen it yet or was there anything that people have been able to do to uh, get better? It is
1: No there's no getting better there's there are times in your life where it doesn't exist as often or at least coping coping with it and then but like it is when you're in different because the more you think about it the more it happens Mm -hmm. so people did go for years without having any instances of it whatsoever because it would be like but that's where the weird uh, because again i also don't think it's paranormal Mm -hmm. but i think that that like people would have instances of they would be like it would get really 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 intense just for one example of one of the stories, it's a, it's a there's a many stories in it, but this uh, this guy who had been plagued from remembering it since the crib, and this guy he was like he was the biggest shadow person he'd ever seen, and he was in bed with a few different people. He was in college, so he was sleeping next to like there was orgy. Like, I don't think it was an orgy. I think they all just kind of fell asleep. Okay,
0: uh-huh. I think it was like a yeah <laughs> sure. Whatever.
1: This guy didn't look like he would be able to kick it with an orgy
0: (laughs) but you know what you can't you can't judge a book you've never been to an orgy you're right i have have, (laughs) and let me tell you it takes all kinds
1: (laughs) you are right about that (laughs) but this guy and when he was having this also if i dealt that heavily with sleep paralysis i probably wouldn't want to be in the same room with anybody Mm. when i went to sleep i imagine um but they it was he shadow person came in and he was the size of the room and he was so big and like he could see him out of the corner of his eye and he had never had red eyes before. And he had red eyes and he could see red outlines of fangs in his mouth and he was just like breathing next to him and getting closer. And he knew he was getting closer, getting closer. And then he was just like went up to his face and was just like, "You are going to die! You are going to die! You are going to die!" Like screaming it over and over again. And then he was trying to wake himself up, trying to wake himself up, trying to wake himself up. And then he got up and he just like he woke up really fast. And at that same instant, the uh, girl, two people over from him, woke up screaming. And she was like, I just had this awful nightmare that this thing with red eyes and red fangs was on my chest, and he was torturing you, talking to the guy that Mm -hmm. had the sleep paralysis, and he was torturing you, and there was nothing I could do about it. And then the guy was like, the second she said red eyes, I almost threw up. Yeah. Because I've never been in the same room where someone else, who she had never had sleep paralysis before, that had never, like, but... If you feel that kind of energy in a room, yeah. How are you not how how is a collective unconscious not real? How is it something that you, someone can just tap into unknowingly? Yeah. And like that. Not that it's paranormal, but the fact that like the human body can do that,
0: can reach out is awesome <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah in I mean, the true sense for of the word
1: like it makes me feel like he needed help that badly and he woke her up her screaming got him out of out of the thing. oh
0: really yeah oh jesus that's cool as shit which is like awesome yeah now, i i've experienced it a couple of times in my life have you ever had a, have you ever had anything like that happen to you nope it is fucking terrifying i imagine the last time was let's say a month or two ago uh, in my current apartment. Uh, and yeah, it's, you're waking up. It's, it's almost the way I've kind of described it is a room nightmare where you are, I would say they probably happen to me like every six months or something like that. It's nothing like that, but it is definitely, it's waking up in your own room like it's but it is feeling a presence in the room. There's something going on in the room that you know you know you're terrified of it, but you don't know where it is. You don't know what it is, but it is absolutely fucking terrifying. And yeah, I guess the last time was about two months ago, and the last time was like six months before that. Uh, but for me, it um no, actually, it has happened with other people in the room, but it happens more often when I'm alone. I don't know what that means, um, but I, it does definitely happen more often when I'm single uh, and I'm not, you know, sleeping in a bed next to anybody else. Right. It's definitely something that happens when I'm alone. I don't know what that means either, uh, but it is fucking terrifying. It's like I didn't really think about it until like now, like what it, what the. I just thought that was like a different category of nightmare. I don't have nightmares very often. Um, I have stress dreams definitely uh, but it definitely like it doesn't those are the worst ones that I have where you wake up and it's uh, like I remember them completely and it also is near it also usually happens near uh, when the sun comes up like during like dusk um, not like middle of the night but you get like usually like 4 or 5 a.m. or something like that because I usually remember the sun like a blue light coming in through the window.
1: But it also is very interesting where it's like, just what is the brain doing at this? That some people in their sleep paralysis, rather than seeing the shadows, see light instead. And I was talking with a good (laughs) friend of mine. Yeah, I was talking with a good friend of mine and she uh because i've been talking about this movie a lot obviously mm. uh-huh. I, I think everyone gets it by now that when something gets in me i talk <laughs> about it a lot um and she was saying that she was in her parents cabin it's out in the middle of nowhere you have to hike out to go get it she was out there with her and her older sister's 21st birthday and the broom was decorated with all these like dumb you know uh decorations and stuff it was just the two of them out in oh, the like of a fud ruckers yeah, it looks like a Fuddruckers, but it was a cabin <laughs> for a 21st ch- Or a birthday. Okay, yeah. yeah. It was just a lame person's 21st birthday party is oh, what it was. Oh,
0: okay, yeah.
1: <laughs> all of the windows were closed, and she had had sleep paralysis a few times, but didn't know th- this much to the extent. And She said she was awake, and she felt someone l- looking at her, felt something get into the bed, felt something right behind her. She was, like, sleeping on her side. But as she looked out, all of a sudden, all of the... Decorations started to move really fast And she like heard the window open And watched it like go out the window
0: Oh like Evil Dead 2 Yes Whoa. But,
1: So it went out the window and right at that moment Her sister woke up when she woke up And she was like it was so weird I saw these headlights like flood the room And then this blue light going And it was right behind you And then the decorations moved And it went out the window
0: Wow! So she
1: saw it as light, and she saw it as dark. And it's like also like, what's going on in your brain if you if you view it as light? What does it mean? There's not a lot of I've looked into it. There's not a lot of research done on it because a lot for a really long time, people either thought you were crazy, thought that it wasn't happening, thought it was a nightmare, thought you were being abducted by aliens,
0: Uh, or a demon, Uh, or uh, incubus. Do they talk about incubi and succubi?
1: No, but they did talk about *Insidious*, mm. the movie *Insidious*.
0: Well, uh, a lot of times, uh, like you, it's funny the the woman talks about something sitting on her chest. Have you seen that creepy ass painting where it's? A yes, little, I have. Yeah, that's a, a succubus. Oh, uh, so no, they no, did. Talk, they an, did talk
1: about that. Yeah, yeah. of the, yeah, yeah, the painting.
0: Yeah, yeah, they talk about the painting. Yeah, the the or the uh, that's an incubus, An incubus is the little demon that sits on a woman's chest at night and uh, can't wake and up. And it's
1: also like it was all yellow. Oh, is that about? I came along Uh,
0: for
1: you. The band
0: Incubus. Coldplay, that's Coldplay. No. That's Coldplay. No, that's Incubus. And a song for you. Yellow? Yeah, that's Coldplay. No, that's one. I will bet my life that that's Coldplay. All
1: right, you win.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, Incubus. Incubus is was like Drive. Gum-beta! yeah, Drive, yeah. That's what I was saying. no. Was that an Incubus song? I don't know that song. I don't know. Maybe, it, but I, 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 God damn it, it's gonna fucking drive me crazy <laughs> if I don't hear one fucking the Drive song. Incubus, I, Incubus, uh. A Nana burn like that.
1: <laughs> yeah. This is the
0: song I was thinking of. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it but, sounds
1: yeah. exactly the same, it's a,
0: and it's the, I think the exact same year, both like '99. This was. I 2000. had them both
1: on a mix CD. Is yeah, what it was.
0: Definitely, this was junior year of high school. Oh, yeah, yeah, both Coldplay and Incubus, both junior year of high school. Nana burn, something like that.
1: <laughs> oh, I'm so embarrassed.
0: You should I even be.
1: ruined the joke. <laughs> Ruin the fucking joke, Marcus.
0: Nah. Get back to Incubus. And yeah. <laughs> well, that's what, for years and years, that's what they, sleep paralysis was blamed on demons. And there's also necrophilia has also been blamed on sleep paralysis. That is uh, people having sex with ghosts. And that almost always happens when there's a... Remember uh, in Ghostbusters, when that ghost comes in and gives Dan Aykroyd a blowjob? Oh, yeah. Necrophilia. No, wait, not necrophilia. Yeah, isn't
1: that dead people?
0: Spectrophilia. Man,
1: we are not doing well today.
0: <laughs> well, we both had... Bad night sleeps. Yes, we yeah, yeah, it's funny we're talking about the sleep paralysis, but yeah. Sleep um, paralysis. Yeah, bad night sleeps. Uh, but yeah, I've, I've definitely had the sleep paralysis thing for a while. Never had the the, necro, the <clears throat> spectrophilia or the succubus or the incubus thing or anything like that. I don't think I've ever actually seen anything, but you know, now that we're talking about it, I can remember instances all since childhood of these weird waking nightmares and not being able to move. At all.
1: There has to be more research on it. It is something that is going on in your brain. What's interesting is that it is always described as the second you start, you you realize you're heading into sleep paralysis, is that their body starts to tingle. And I really think it's like, it, it was kind of touched upon... That they like very loosely that it probably has something to do with the melatonin being released in your body the second your body actually falls asleep. Mm-hmm. It has to do with something with that because I talked to oh, like, everyone's had sleep paralysis, yeah. which is very weird. Not everyone, but a lot of people have. When you start to talk about it, as people are like, "Oh man, this one time," I'm like, "How?" Mm-hmm. How does nobody talk about this?
0: How is but, no one talking about it? Because this? it's just it's just a nightmare. You just kind of attribute it to a nightmare. And I, don't, and I think the majority of people don't see, like, the shadow people or anything like that. I think it's just, because I always thought that, it's like, oh, okay, I just had one of those nightmares. Like, not necessarily, like, when I had, like, that's a, an actually true terrifying Nightmare for me The sleep paralysis nightmares Like that's Oh that was one of those But you know I never did really think about it As Oh that's a sleep paralysis thing Or anything like that It was just like Oh yeah it's just That's just one of those nightmares Let me ask you this With the research And the movie And I know this is gonna sound So dumb And I know this is gonna sound Like I'm making a joke But I am not Did they ever mention Frog legs?
1: No <laughs> Because
0: Because, (laughs) Uh, this is is actually because, twice when I was a, a teenager, I ate frog legs, and both times I woke up in the middle of the night. The first time, I was definitely paralyzed, and I remembered it, and I thought about it when you talked about the headlights, Because I do remember, like, waking up the night that I ate him and just these huge, like, these headlights in this car coming right towards me and passing right through me. And then there was a gigantic frog, and then there was death carrying a friend of mine. And she was all covered in Dr. Pepper. And there were bottle rockets everywhere.
1: Is this because you shoved fireworks up frogs' asses when you were a kid? Because it sounds more like frogs are coming to fucking haunt you. I would bet more on that, that you were getting haunted by fucking frogs, that you blew up them out of their asses. (laughs) Then <laughs> sleep paralysis on that.
0: Maybe. Yeah, the, I'm going to say. The other time that I ate frog legs, the bed lit on fire. Oh. Yeah, that I could move because I kept trying to, like, stamp out the uh, the fires with my hand, and every time I stamped one out, another part of the bed would uh, Ooh, light on fire. yeah A friend of mine actually heard it. Like, I, I knew that uh, I didn't dream it or anything like that, or I didn't hallucinate it, because a friend of mine woke up the next day. He was like, what the fuck were you doing last night? I was like, I was... He I was like, "What are you talking?" to me? He's like, "You, I heard this like all night long." I'm like, "Oh, that happened." I
1: was putting out the put, fire bed. My bed
0: was on fire. Yeah. <laughs>
1: no,
0: my bed I was putting out the bed fires. <laughs> there was my, my my thing was covered in fires uh, with the bed, and, and I had it, to put, and I put them out. And did I put them out? Uh, and what do you say? Let's not eat frog legs no more. <laughs> uh, yes, that was probably that was probably just frog hauntings. It
1: could be frog hauntings. Science, You know, science, man, the (laughs) brain. I just want to know why.
0: Yeah, I want to know why, too, but I don't know if we ever will. Let us know.
1: Send us your sleep paralysis stories, though. Come on, send us.
0: Yeah, cavecomedyradio at gmail.com is where you send your sleep paralysis stories. I'm
1: obsessed with it.
0: Especially if anybody out there has any experiences... Hallucinating in their sleep after eating frog legs. Frog
1: legs. I don't.
0: I, I have. <laughs> I don't know, Marcus. Frogs, also, some frogs have hallucinogenic properties.
1: I've had meat nightmares before. Maybe it's just the same thing.
0: And I love frog legs too. You ever Man, had? Them? I
1: love late night meats. <laughs> No, I haven't, but I imagine they're very chickeny.
0: They're extremely chickeny. I
1: would not eat them. I just don't think I've ever been offered any.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. well, they were around quite a bit when I was younger. Yeah. Yeah, but no, it could be frog haunting. All right, let's get to our question for today. All right. Uh, And this one we got from the Facebook page. Wandered on over to the Facebook page today, and we saw uh, somebody had posted this question. The question is, where is the line between being overprotective because you don't want someone to make the same mistakes... And being controlling and abusive. That's a pretty good question right there.
1: It's definitely a very good question. I think it really obviously depends on the situation. I think that uh, personally, I have those qualities and I know that people in my family have those qualities. Because it comes from an aspect of nurturing that you immediately want to say, you know, I mean, it's part of the reason why I do this fucking show is to try and get some of it out of me so I don't have to openly be like, you know you shouldn't be doing that. (laughs) You know, you saw me do that. You really shouldn't be doing that. But also, I think... Where the line is, is that if it is a dangerous thing, if it's something that you really think that this person is putting themselves in da- danger, other than that, they got to make their own fucking mistakes. Yeah, Everybody has to make their own mistakes. And how many times have all of us been in a situation where people all around you are telling you, don't do that, you shouldn't be doing that, yeah. maybe you don't want to do that, and then you're just like, you're all fucking dumb. Yeah. I'm going to fucking do this.
0: <laughs> Whatever.
1: Who fucking cares? Yeah. I feel like it's also... In how you view yourself as controlling, if you see a friend going through something like that, I feel like at least I've tried to utilize more of a creative controlling mm-hmm. rather than saying like, "Well, I've done that and you've done that before." And da 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 you figure out another way to go about it to try and make them do what you want them to do.
0: Manipulation. Yes. Yeah. Positive manipulation. Positive which manipulation. we've talked about on here before is that there's definitely such a thing as positive manipulation and negative manipulation.
1: Even if it's just like taking that person out like have them come over and hang out for a weekend and like you guys just have like a slumber party and you make them remember what it's like to not be with someone that's like that and you know it's like using other ways to manipulate them but it, I feel like controlling is so close to being another form of abuse Mm -hmm. in in many ways i mean but controlling is just such a general term there's just so many ways to be controlled it's like you're even fucking controlled when you look at a goddamn magazine it's like i mean it depends on what you mean by controlling um and and what you're actually forced to do or what you feel you should do you know Mm -hmm. and i think that that's also a big issue is how you deal with yourself you know i am not made to do a lot of things because i i don't let anyone tell me what to do because i'm very stubborn Mm -hmm. however i do have a very high amount of guilt factor that is seeped into my body that i end up doing a lot of things that i don't want to do not being pressured outwardly but inwardly yes and i would say that 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 is where my control issues come from it's more my inward control rather than outside influences
0: yeah i wouldn't say i have a whole lot of controlling issues but i do definitely have uh pro- like i i have a lot of doubt as far as uh saying like well do i know what's best for this person like do i like do i actually know like should i manipulate this situation like or try to manipulate this person it's like but am i is what i think is best <laughs> is that actually best you know, am I just, you know, being a busybody and getting into somebody else's business? I yeah, know. but that's... then
1: what if you're not the busybody and then that person ends up getting hurt because of something that you didn't try to f- stop them from doing?
0: Yeah, I, I know. That but means...
1: that's the thing. All of this is such a horrible double-edged sword yeah. that I don't think that there is a really definitive line between the two things.
0: I mean, I, I think it becomes abusive if you're locking somebody in a basement. You know, forcing
1: someone to do something they don't want to do—that kind of control—that is abuse.
0: Yes, forcing someone to do something that they don't want to do, like controlling, like how way. how the uh, I would say how religious people control. You know, how they control someone thinking what's best for somebody else. Like when they, when you have a a parent that thinks it's like, oh, being gay is just a phase. Or the religious people saying it's like, oh, you're just depressed because you don't have enough Jesus in your life. So we're going to force you to have more Jesus in your life. We're going to force you to away the gay camp. We're going to force you to go to Christian counseling where they're going to tell you you're depressed because the devil is inside of you and the devil is making you sad. That is controlling in an abusive way uh but if you but that's the thing is that we all have to decide on our own like what is control like what is normal what is good because those people those fucking christians they are thinking that what they're doing is best for that person
1: Right? i think you should have your own normals what you exactly what you said but you should be able to know how you feel about most things Mm -hmm. you know so that you can figure out whether or not you're being controlled or or not because the problem is like what about addicts that like if you have a friend and they're like i don't think you should be doing this anymore i think that you should go to rehab when you're on the other side of that you're like go fuck yourself you don't know me yeah you don't fucking know what's good for me don't push your morals on me so that's another problem it all comes from your own personal perspective of whether or not, of how you feel about what the other person's making you do.
0: Yeah, addiction, that's the hardest one to tell somebody. It's like, okay, you got to fucking, you got to, because I know, you know, I haven't talked about it much on here, but, you know, I've uh, been off of, uh, I wouldn't say I quit smoking, but I've been off of cigarettes for about two months now. Uh, And leading up to me, like uh, quitting cigarettes and all that, um, that there wasn't like, you know, my... My girlfriend didn't get on me about it even though she quit like five years ago. She never once got on me about it. My parents didn't really get on about it, but there were like a couple of our friends that would get on me about it. They'd be like, you should really quit. Like, you, you need to quit. This is, this is bad for you. Like, you, you really should quit. And every time I'd be like, you know what? Whatever I'll fucking quit When I'm damn And good and ready And that extends that Like It right. seemed like That always extended it Like a couple of months uh, When someone was like Yeah you should quit I'm like You know what You should shut the fuck up You should fucking Leave me alone And leave me to die How I wanna die Because that's kind of the, um, the, uh, honestly, that was sort of the the mindset that I was starting to fall into. It's like, let me die how I want to die. Because sometimes, you know, fucking smoking cigarettes is like, I am choosing my own death. I am choosing my own fate.
1: Which I guess is fine in some instances, however.
0: However. Ah. (laughs) However, like, that's a very fucking morbid way of looking at things. But also,
1: that's not a good way to get somebody to do, it's like, that is poor manipulation. That is horrible you should stop smoking well you should also go fuck yourself
0: (laughs) that's terrible manipulation it's bad
1: you're bad at it
0: no and i know that my girlfriend definitely manipulated me into it Mm -hmm. in the best ways possible that's fine like she definitely she guided me into smoking in the best fucking ways and and i don't even know i didn't even know that she was fucking doing it but she was there being supportive in just the right ways and you know and then some ways, being supportive is a form of manipulation. Yes. You know, positive reinforcement is a form of manipulation. Negative reinforcement, these are all forms of manipulation. Uh, And I know that she definitely did that with me, and it fucking worked. Because once, if you quit, because if you, I think a uh, part of controlling or uh, being abusive controlling, if that person does stop what they're doing, but they resent you for it, Then that is bad controlling, and more often than you know, and more than likely, that person is going to eventually go back to what they were doing in the first place, right? And that's not fucking helping anybody. Um, I guess the best form of the best form of uh, keeping someone from making the same mistakes again and again is to fucking trick them into thinking it was their idea.
1: Basically, yes.
0: <laughs> the old everybody That's loves a- Raymond approach. Uh, what, what, what's the... <laughs> <laughs> so what is... Tell, explain to me the Raymond.
1: Well, you know, when someone... You know, if you're not familiar with the show... <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, basically, because what always made me upset about the show... I've seen every single episode of the fucking show. Uh, and basically, the wife would constantly be like, Oh, he's so dumb. I'm just going to like mix my words around and kind of confuse him and get him to do exactly what I wanted to do and that's what happened every episode and my mom would always yell at the television being like I know he's not that dumb <laughs> I know that he sees so oh, does he see really, I'm not that
0: dumb.
1: <laughs> does he see what she's doing and, and does he just go with it because he doesn't want to fight I was like mom I think you're reading way too far into Everybody Loves Raymond <laughs> but it is something that happens often on the show <laughs> you know
0: I'm not, I'm not just looking at you don't just confuse them. <laughs> I, it's yeah. not like it's taking no, out the trash. No, you're like tr- a fucking I raccoon
1: don't. or a dog. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 you just wave it in front of their face for a while, oh, and then he wants to take tra- out the trash. I'll take out the trash. Oh yeah, but if you do, there's a naked woman at the end of the driveway. Oh no! Oh, it's a oh, naked, oh, 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 is that oh, naked oh. woman at the end of the driveway. Maybe I'll go. On, maybe I'll go take out the trash. <laughs> oh no! I'm gonna take out the trash. <laughs> oh, no, out the trash. <laughs> oh no! I'm gonna take out the trash. Is that? Uh, his brother Robert.
0: That's both of them. That's, oh, that's, that's them fighting to oh, see who gets fine. to see the naked woman at the end that's, of the driveway.
1: I feel like you have seen this show before.
0: <laughs> I've probably seen three or four episodes. Like what the extent of my Raymond viewing is like the ten, like maybe five minutes after the like it's usually on after either Seinfeld or The Simpsons. Yeah. And I kept think keep thinking like, yeah, I'm gonna give this show a shot. No. And it's then awful. I get like and then it's a Yeah. It's that and then I, I keep trying to give it a shot and just never
1: No, there's nothing to give it a shot. Except yeah. for uh <laughs> Peter O'Boyle, who I love.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I love him as well. Like young Frankenstein and all that. He's he's a fantastic actor. Um they're both Estelle Getty. Is that no wait, that was a no, golden girl? Oh, that's Golden Girls. Mm, I'm sure Doris Roberts. Mm. Was she in no,
1: she was in Grandma's Boy.
0: Oh.
1: <laughs> you haven't seen Grandma's Boy. I have actually seen really, Grandma's really, Boy. It's actually fairly entertaining.
0: Yeah, it's fairly. I mean, I, I was... we
1: just rewatched,
0: <laughs> and I
1: don't know why. <laughs>
0: Was uh, was Justin involved? Was uh, your your no. boyfriend's brother? Was he involved?
1: No. I well, they talked about it for a long. Like Justin kept coming in, and be like, "What are you watching? <laughs> oh man, I like this movie." And then they would talk about it for a while, and then we watched a little bit more. No. <laughs> <laughs> so it's on HBO Go. Yeah. Everybody wants to watch
0: it. Yeah, actually, uh, yeah. Uh, Doug's uh, brother had something on his Facebook wall today that made me laugh. For a good uh, five minutes straight. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It was... uh, You're familiar with corn, correct?
1: Corn as in the band?
0: (laughs) Or the vegetable? Uh,
1: (laughs) Vegetable starch, excuse me.
0: Starch, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, No, it's um, the beatbox part of Freak on a Leash.
1: Why? Why would Uh, he post it?
0: Yeah, uh he someone posted it to his wall forum uh and actually he he said I want to make this my ringtone. Uh so just remember pretty soon you're going to be sitting at your no, house. No. Just waiting, just sitting there just having a relaxing time, oh, maybe no. watching a, a, another happy or another happy Madison oh, movie no. and you're going to hear this. Boom, <laughs> oh. da <laughs>
1: Save me, save me! <laughs>
0: oh man, it's just—it's one of those things that you you listen to and you're like, man, 1998 was a ridiculous it fucking year. It was a year. weird year. Na- man. The late 90s were just. Fucked up and stupid. That was a hit. That was a hit. God damn. (laughs) Good.
1: And I've seen them in concerts. So have I. We saw them on the same tour. Yeah, we did. Yeah,
0: you in Florida, me in Dallas. Man, it was a good tour. It was a summer summer sanitarium. (laughs) Okay, let's go. Can we get out of (laughs) here now?
1: Now that my life is over. Oh Oh, my God.
0: So loud in my headphones. Okay, everyone. If you have a question or comment for us, please send us an email at cavecomedyradio at gmail.com and we'll do our best to answer it. And we will talk to y'all next week. Yay. Bye.